Welcome to the Food, Farms, and Chefs Food Radio Show with food author Kevin Wilson, chef Gene Blum, and food photojournalist Amaris Pollock, giving you the most informative, up-to-date culinary tips, news, and interviews that you can find. Now, let's get the show started. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Food, Farms, and Chefs. For our listeners around the world via the podcast, we're going to start the show with food news. We're going to give you the latest news in the food world. And then we're going to move on to a great interview. Chef Gene Blum and Amaris Pollock are at a fantastic event in South Philly. They are going to call in with a fantastic interview with Jay's Steak and Hoagie Joint and talk about their famous pretzel roll. And they are located at 1205 Highland Avenue in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. And then we're going to end this great episode with a great interview with Tony Luke Jr. and Renee from the Rim Cafe. And we have exclusive interviews from that event that happened yesterday on an upcoming show. So let's get the show started with our foodie news. All right, here are the news. And now in the news, DoorDash shares are rising despite driver shortage. So DoorDash is having a severe driver shortage, yet their revenues are rising. Papa John's earnings smash expectations as pizza demand is still strong. The pizza, the demand for pizza uh, increased greatly uh, due to the pandemic, and Papa John's has smashed earnings expectations because of it. Domino's, this is interesting. Domino's says phone sales are dropping, but digital sales are way up. So a lot of people are doing their pandemic habits. Uh, They are ordering digitally, uh, even though uh, in the phone sales are dropping. Uh, McDonald's revenue is actually higher than it was before the pandemic. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese is coming out with a mobile app and loyalty program. Auntie Anne, Auntie Anne's develops its first drive-thru in Texas. So you can now go to Annie Anne's through the drive-thru in Texas. Wendy's is on the lookout for ghost kitchens. Once again, pandemics, uh, things that started during the pandemic are still going strong. Wendy's is uh, looking for uh, pursuing ghost kitchens. Chick-fil-A is offering a virtual restaurant. They're building a virtual restaurant in Nashville, Tennessee. Naked Chicken Chalupa returns to Taco Bell. Mountain Dew is coming out with cake smash flavor. Uh, Brett, what do you think about that? Mountain Dew is coming out with cake smash flavor. I think think that sounds a little bit... I'm willing to try it. You're willing to try I'm it? I'm willing to try it. Now, we're going to introduce you to Brett. Brett is our a genius engineer here at WWDB Talk Radio Studios. Hello, everyone. And uh, let's continue with the news. If you're wondering where my co-hosts are, they are on location at the huge birthday bash for Renee, the owner of the Rim Cafe. They're building an over 500-foot cheesesteak in South Philly. But Chef Gene will be calling in with an interview at four, uh, in about a few minutes. You can get free fries uh, if you're vaccinated at Shake Shack. 
Oh, really? So go get that vaccination card. Go to Shake Shack. You'll get some free prize. About to leave right now. Got my vaccination card in the car right now. <laughs> uh, hot dog charcuterie boards are actually very popular for this barbecue season. So oh, that's awesome. I mean, think about that. A charcuterie board with hot dogs. I would love that. Yeah. It's a mixture, you know, hot dogs and sausages. Jack Daniels. Here's something up your alley, Brett. Jack Daniels is coming out with a Southern Peach Cocktail. I'm going to try it. Southern Peach Cocktail is a very popular item this summer. Got me sold with Peach Cocktail. That's it. And McDonald's has a Beyond Burger called McPlant. What a a better name for a uh, Beyond Burger at McDonald's called McPlant. So is that a vegetarian burger? Yes. Yes. I can see that. I feel like more people are becoming vegetarian every day. That's right. That's right. So McDonald's is coming out. Burger King. Here's a big deal. Burger King is releasing its own chicken sandwich called Chicking. That's awesome. <laughs> it's called Chicking. We want to thank our WW our great listeners on Talk Radio WWDB. Someone just said to me, "Why didn't you mention them in the beginning?" Great listeners on WWDB Drive Time for you on Tuesday. So we want to thank you guys. Yeah. Also, catch them this Friday at 6 a.m. too. Oh, our show will be on 6 a.m. WWDB Talk Radio. So we're going to be played 6 uh, 6 p.m. evening drive time Tuesday and then Friday morning, 6 a.m. Catch us. Uh, New bill. Brett, you'll like this. A new bill is being introduced that will allow the post office to deliver alcohol. Oh, life changing. (laughs) Less DUIs there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> flipped f-l-i-p apostrophe d is a new ihop uh it's a chain focusing on quick takeout so you know how ihop you sit down you have your meal they have a new thing that they created called flipped and basically flipped is very quick takeout you go in boom you grab your breakfast and you head out that so, sounds good yes especially if you're not a morning person all right, here I want everyone to grab, you know, make sure your stomach's in good order because I heard, this is news, Pepsi has a Marshmallow Peeps soda. Marshmallow Peeps soda. And you'll love this. Brett, I, I picked out this news item just for you, my friend. Miller Lite is releasing a candle that smells like a dive bar. What? <laughs> yes. So they will have a candle, and the aroma is going to be like you're in a dive bar. It's going to smell like alcohol and sweat. <laughs> so that sounds interesting. A study says that 92% of diners plan to continue digital ordering even after COVID. So COVID made everyone go to digital ordering, and... Uh, Ninety-two percent of people say that we're going to stick that way, even after COVID. So, there's a cup holder that you guys will love. It allows you to dip your fast food into sauce via the cup holder. You know how you you're driving, you're trying to eat something like McNuggets. Can't even find a dipping sauce. You can't find dip. You're trying to dip. Now there's a cup holder that can do that for you. Uh, they have decided to discontinue Coca-Cola Energy. Oh, wow. I'm so Coca-Cola Energy Why? is now discontinued. Shame. So let's get ready for break, and uh, we're going to come back with our 
excellent interview with Jay's Steak and Hoagie Joint. What they're popular for is they created a pretzel roll for their cheesesteak. So when we come back, we'll be right back with that interview, that fantastic interview. To become a sponsor of our show and promote your business or event on every single podcast platform, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music, in addition to WWDB Talk Radio every Tuesday at 6 p.m. evening drive time, email us today, foodfarmsandchefs at yahoo.com, for our very low rates. Okay, Chef Gene Blum and Amaris Pollock are on location. Uh, they're doing the great event for Renee, the birthday bash. So, Chef Gene, introduce your fantastic guest. Well, what a great honor to be here as we put together a 500-foot-plus cheesesteak this evening awesome. in South Philadelphia. At that point, I'd love to introduce... Jay Green, owner of Jay's Steak and Hoagie in Langhorne, Langhorne Pennsylvania. Uh, Jay uh, has a great history in uh, Steak and Hoagie business, and he is master of two special ingredients that make for an outstanding cheesesteak. One is a pretzel roll, and the other is an absolutely fabulous beer cream cheese spread that he uses on some of them. Oh, wow. That's so, Jay, welcome. Gene. And can I have some of that beer cream cheese yeah, right, right now? <laughs> well, we're actually baking off fresh rolls right now on the truck for them, but we did bake off extra rolls for people to try out. So absolutely. Um, yeah, um, that's my, uh, I guess, my claim to fame is our uh, pretzel roll beer dip cheesesteak. Um, we use a stout beer, Guinness now. We used to use a local beer when we first started doing it, but they uh, they moved and they, they weren't producing that beer regularly anymore, so we went back to Guinness and uh, we use a Guinness beer mixed with uh, cream cheese spread on the inside of our pretzel roll with some chopped ribeye, and then we deep fry onions and toss them on top. And uh, it's it's heaven in a sandwich, if you ask me. I was like, do you have any pre-prepared that we can just chow down on? Because that sounds amazing. <laughs> that does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Tuesday through Saturday, from uh, or Tuesday through Sunday from 11 to 8, you can stop by our joint, or you can find the truck out uh via social media, and uh, try it. We always carry the beers up on the truck. So, Jay, pretzel roll, really unique thing, different. Tell us about how that all came about. What was the inspiration for that? Uh, actually, it's kind of funny. I was at Columbus Flea Market about uh, nine years ago, and I had a pretzel knot stuffed with pepperoni and cheese, and I was like, this would be awesome if they could do it with cheesesteaks. And... Uh, I went to the local pretzel guys, and I asked them to make me a roll, and they couldn't figure out how to do it, and they uh, said, give us one of your par-bake rolls, and we'll try to make it a pretzel, and that's how we made it happen. Do you make it like a salty pretzel roll, or is it... Oh, yeah, it's salty. It it, it looks like a, a baguette that tastes like a soft pretzel with, like, it's a soft pretzel baguette is the best way to describe it. Um. I, I don't. It's it's amazing. It it it's a baguette that tastes like a pretzel. I'm surprised I haven't seen anybody else ever come up with something like that. So, um, what you know? What else is something that you do with that roll? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> so we have a bunch of fun sandwiches on our menu. We have uh, six other different dips that we do. 
Um, we have a sandwich called the Buffalo Mac and Cheese. So if you can imagine a buffalo chicken cheesesteak mixed with some mac and cheese thrown on a pretzel, um, it, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing stuff. So your beer dips, and I heard a little bit when I was out to visit and had an amazing cheesesteak with you. I have actually a couple amazing cheesesteaks, I will admit, uh, with you. What was the inspiration behind your beer dip and, and the cream cheese spreads, which, to be honest with you, I have not seen in other establishments doing that kind of cream cheese spread. Um, the first original of all our dips was the buffalo dip, which uh, actually was uh, created thanks to my mother-in-law. Um, she makes a homemade buffalo dip, and they wanted a pretzel roll to, like, cut up and dip, cut up and dip into the dip. And when I got home after they had a family party at my house one night when I was working, I got home and there was still a little nub of the pretzel left and there was still some dip in the fridge. I sliced it open. I made a sandwich out of it and I said, I can sell these. And that's how it all started uh, seven years ago was when I made my first dip. And uh, the buffalo dip was our first and the beer dip came about a year later. And uh, it's, it, it quickly became the most popular and my favorite personally. <laughs> and do you have a brick-and-mortar establishment or a food truck or both? We actually have both. Um, we have a brick-and-mortar in Langhorn over by Neshaminy High School, and then the truck is now back on the road out and about at breweries and private parties and events like that. And most importantly, you're here. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, 10 feet of our beer dip cheesesteak. Um, so it is, a, like I said, a stout beer mixed with cream cheese. Spread on the inside of the pretzel roll with some chopped ribeye and then deep fried onions tossed on top. And we're going to make 10 feet of that for you guys. And hopefully we're going to help make whatever else you need to make this world record happen. Oh, what else is everybody else going to eat? Because that 10 feet is gone. <laughs> gonna... Oh, you're going to be battling for it for me. <laughs> I actually brought enough to make 40 feet <laughs> um, just in case they wanted me to step it up once people learned what it was about. So well, I came prepared. Well, that may be a possibility. Yeah, we're waiting on a final word of all the vendors that are coming down today. But um, as of right now, uh, we have 510 foot of table laid out down the center of Nine Street, the Italian market. Ironically enough, we actually begin at Gino's, who is also a big contributor uh, to this event and is looking forward to being here and being part of it. So the event, some of the, the best cheesesteak people in the city of Philadelphia Jay's included, even though he's from Bucks County, and <laughs> Michael Sarri and Adam Curley's will be here. So we're really looking forward to some great cheesesteaks. So, Jay, besides cheesesteaks, what else do you sell at your place? Uh, we don't sell wings anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> if you it's, know about wing prices. I was going to say, is that because of the wing shortage? or is? Yeah, we, we, we pulled them from the menu when it started going crazy a couple of weeks ago. Um, but uh, we do do boneless wings. We, we do plenty of them, and we actually use curly sauce. Uh, Mike's a good friend of mine from way back when I was a kid. I've known him. And uh, we are, our, 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 our egg rolls are to die for. So we do all of the different dips that we do, sandwiches. We do egg roll versions. So imagine a French onion dip, like French onion dip mix with uh, some cheesesteak meat and some frizzled onions <laughs> inside an egg roll and eating that one later. Now, with the shortage and, and with trends and stuff, have you ever considered uh, utilizing the cauliflower and doing the buffalo cauliflower to dip? So, I mean, I have been trying to lose weight, and, um, you know, I'm down about 65 pounds, but uh, 
that I'll do at home. I will not sell that to the public. Okay, I was just curious because I know a lot of places do that. As uh, Gene is is doubled over with no. I that bad when it's done right. Listen, I understand. I just I go to Jay's joint. I'm not thinking. Hey, let me have some buffalo cauliflower. Okay, that's just not in the same sense. Not happening. My mindset's out there. Amherst, we certainly run in different circles that way. <laughs> I'm gonna walk into a safe place and say, "What do you got to dietary?" I'm like, "What do you got that my cardiologist will slap me in the face with?" Amen to that. I mean, you have to. It's like pivot a little. I, mean, I hate using that word as much as it's been used lately, but I, I figured with the chicken wings gone, you know, keep the the buffalo and and be able to dip it and moderate and all boneless. that. Just do boneless. Yeah. <laughs> boneless. Which that's is perfectly, pivot. yes. That's a good pivot, though. <laughs> so what about off our attempt at the world's largest cheesesteak, a little over 500 feet? The current record is actually held by another Philadelphia establishment. Steve's up in the Northeast. Uh, but we're going to take that on and make a go for beating that out with uh, people like Jay. Sponsors, Wink uh, Cafe here, which is... Uh, Going to also be doing a thousand cannolis. We have a lot of celebrities down here. Uh, There's going to be some espresso that's yep. um, available for people to come and, you know, sample. It really wouldn't be possible without many of the great people like Jay and J.C. Campisi from South Jersey Party Rental who saw the need and donated all the tables for this evening and all the other sponsors who stepped up to do this, uh, Tina Davido Productions, uh, you know, everybody else, and, of course, you know, our, our show being the media part of this all. So, Jay, what do you think, how many people do you think we should do on a 500-foot cheesesteak? How many people? Well, everybody I've met tonight thinks they can eat it, the whole thing themselves. It was a beer dip. So I'm going to say if it's a 500-foot beer dip cheesesteak, one person. If it's, if, it, if, it's, <laughs> if it's not a beer dip and it's an assortment of cheesesteaks, I'm going to say 500 people. Yeah, and, a, a foot per person. I mean, I'm being, you know, that's about average, right? Yeah. I mean, well, depends on who you're asking, right? <laughs> well, I mean, and also, you know, if if you're gonna do the the one person for the 500, <laughs> make sure there's an ambulance on on hand just in case. Well, that's a portable I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Jay, how do people find you? Where where are you located? Give us your address, your uh, social media. Uh, all that information, um, and then how we go about booking your food truck for events. Um, well, you, our social media is at jaysjoint215. Same with our website, jaysjoint215.com. And then uh, we are at 1205 Highland Ave, Langhorn, PA, 19047, just right by Neshaminy High School, tucked away in the neighborhood all nice. And to book the truck, you would be calling me directly on my cell phone at 215 215- Five one four three one seven two. When you're not having one of your own, who's your go-to? Honestly, my go-to is Joe's. Um, I love his onions. Yeah. Okay. And I think his onions make his cheesesteak. And if I don't have to put ketchup on your cheesesteak, then it's a damn good cheesesteak in my eyes. And that's how I look at his. I, I don't put cheese. Uh, ketchup on cheesesteaks or very seldom do I ever do that so I can relate to that I do think if you need to put ketchup it's, you it's know, you'll, you'll defeat it it needs to be juicy and hold its flavor on its own that's why the beer dip when I see people put ketchup on the beer dip it breaks my heart I actually like yell at people 
I'm like, don't do it. Try it without it, please. <laughs> Try it without it. Uh, which is, if you did not make it down to the cheesesteak, you know, we'll tell you everything about it. It's going to be an absolute fabulous, fabulous event. Uh, but we could not have done this without the great contributions of people like James and Geo's and Rim Cafe. It's Tony Luke's and, you know, all the other great cheesesteak vendors. Uh, you know, Curly's up in Bucks County, which is right down the street from Jay's. And we even have a, a student organization um, doing um, doing a cheesesteak for charity. So that's going on. It's, uh, it's called Hometown Heroes. Oh, Tony's thing? Yes. Um, backyard, 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 back, heroes. backyard heroes, barbecue. They're a group that, uh, teaches young kids all about, uh, community service and helping those in need. And they're going to be down here doing a brisket cheesesteak. So, uh, it's going to be an absolute great event. We, uh, very excited. And Jay, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for having me. Part of this. Jay, thank you. And you, <clears throat> and you can see photos from the event off of my social media, A.R. Pollockus or Amherst Pollock on Facebook. And that was Jay's Steak and Hoagie Joint at 1205 Highland Avenue in Langhorn, PA. Go check out that pretzel roll. Definitely. Thank you, guys. When we come back, we're going to have that fantastic interview conducted by Amherst Pollock with Tony Luke Jr. and Renee from the Brim Cafe about his huge birthday bash that happened yesterday. So let's go to break and we'll come back with that. Tune in to hear from Gene Blum, our chef, educator, consultant, and historian. You can find him across social media at ibfoodie2 or Gene Blum at ibfoodie2 at yahoo.com. And you can also tune in to listen to Amaris Pollock and find her across social media at arpollockus at gmail.com. Well, if I say it in, in French, it's going to be different than English. <laughs> so in French, it's going to be Coubetri. In English, it's going to be Coubetri. Coubetri? Yeah, because the R in French, we don't say it R. Yeah. Different story. But say it in English, Coubetri. Coubet. <laughs> yes, Tony? Coubet. Go, baby, I go. I feel like you can do it better than me. I think Tony, yeah. I trust Tony. <laughs> and I know I can make it happen. Many, many, many years, many years. almost 15 years, when I yeah, opened here, opened and what's the big deal with Tony Luke? How many years you make your movie, Tony? The nail. 12 years. So that one was a big deal, because it was across the street, you remember? Yeah, you came to film the fights. Holy shit. That's when I really got to know him, when he came to film the fights. <laughs> yeah, you remember, Tony? Yeah. yeah. And then here, and here, I was here watching all the scenario, all the going on between Tony and other people was great memory Tony it was a great man it was a good movie good good movie yeah, good time good, good people time yeah yeah and so did you while that was going on were you giving him espressos that he's now clearly hooked on no not then <laughs> later <laughs> but not that night he was he was like the the paparazzi photographer he was getting angles Correct. from every back 
scene shot. I remember the director had to go over to him and was and like, "You give me hard time, you remember?" Yeah, he was like, "Listen, you can't pose. Like, you go. Can't, you gotta, you know, uh, you know, we're filming a film." But he's like, "Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry." <laughs> my man, come down, my man. Don't worry, my man. I got this, my man. Don't mess with the older man. <laughs> and so, when did you start making cheesecakes for him? Well, when he had his first big party, right? We started yeah. doing. So many, whatever many, he wanted many cooked, years. you know, because Renee's, Renee's that friend that could be four in the morning. If you asked him if you're in trouble or you need something, he, you know, he never hesitates. So whenever he calls, I'm always here. doesn't matter when and where I'm here. My, I, I have to remind you one thing. I'm sure you remember very well, Tony. My favorite part was Tony. You remember, Vern, when we was cooking outside and... Who was with us and who was with the, with the Blue Torch Home Depot? Oh my God. Who yeah. cooking the cheese steak? The cheese steak with a blowtorch. No, not a blowtorch, a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> there's a blowtorch, then there's a flamethrower. That was a flamethrower. That one was. That one I can so, never. So was it well done? And I think we're going to make it again. Oh yeah, I mean, it, let me tell you, it worked. 100%. It was taking forever, you know, the gas underneath was taking forever. To get the pan hot. Next thing I know, he comes out with it looked like the Ghostbusters pack on his back. He's like <laughs> six and, feet and of flame. It was like <laughs> cooked in two minutes. Can you believe? I think we're gonna make same things in my birthday next week. For, right, so you're gonna bring that back? Oh, I have it here, right there. <laughs> I think we have two, three, Vern, right? <laughs> yes. Now I'm wearing a flame retardant suit. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, baby. I know. Monday, Monday gonna happen. Trust exactly. me. Monday gonna be a big day. And Monday, I think we're all gonna make it happen, Tony. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be a lot of people here, a lot of, a lot of craziness. Renee, again, the mayor of Philadelphia, the unofficial mayor of Philadelphia. No. The Godfather of Philadelphia. He's gonna make it happen. Well. All what I want in, in this day, Tony, well, you know, I always make my birthday, we always party, we make Christmas party, we make many things always here. But this time, it's over one year and a half, Tony. Yeah, because COVID of and COVID and people die and people lost their job, lost their money. So I said, let's make one day and make these people happy. This is this is the key. This is what I want. I don't care about my birthday. I can make. I take my wife. I take whatever I want. My friend will go have fun. This time I said no. I want everybody birthday. I want everybody come this day and make their birthday was mine and have fun and eat and and again, I am blessed person and I am lucky person. I always said God bless America for many reasons, but there is one more, one one very important reason. What you get, you, you can get in America, you, there is no country you can get same things what you get in America. I'm not going to say many things on now in, in this interview. We're going to say it live on the things. The people who help, the people who put their hand, the people who put their money, the people who put their time to make this happen, Tony, right? You know yeah. the story very well. Yeah. And each day, and each morning, I get phone call, I get email. I can do this, I can do this for you, whatever you want. And me, I need nothing. But people around you, beautiful people, 
And I said again, God bless you all and God bless this beautiful country. And we need something like that, some hope, some uplifting moments. And, you know, your birthday has always been an annual thing that everybody knows about, that everybody comes out to celebrate. And, you know, thank you, thank and, you. And you're doing it up big this year. So. I try, trust me, I'm trying, I, I'm, I'm trying to do anything I can to make everybody happy. But, you know, it's very hard sometimes to, to, to control everything and very hard to be everywhere and, and, and make everybody happy, Tony, right? Yeah. Each do the best you can. And now that since Tony is sitting with you, is Tony going to be uh, tethered into cooking for, for you? This big question, because for this question, I have 300,000 answers. Well, I'm not going to tell you all the answers. I'm going to give you three or four. <laughs> Number one. Tony is a man, man. Tony is the one everybody loves him. And I have to say one thing about Tony, and no one, I never said it before, and now I'm going to say it, and even him, he don't know. If you ask me today, listen to this, Baron. If you ask me today, who is the bridge in Philadelphia? Bridge, you know, bridge, right? Yes. I think my English is very clear, right? Yes. If you don't understand, let me explain. And there is royal family okay. when we say Pat, Olivieri Tony Duke, Gino these three people and again I respect everybody else of course I mean I'm not saying only these people other people nothing no everybody but on the top line you can say the royal family they are here I love Olivieri I love Gino I love Tony but it is a bridge between these two people, beautiful people, and Tony Luke in the middle. Tony Luke, the one who is between Gino and Olivieri and him and all together. And this is, people don't understand, Tony. Well, they don't realize I'm in the middle because I'm the widest of the three. <laughs> so I, I can only fit in the middle. If I'm on the end, I'll topple it one way or another. So I, in the middle, I keep the bridge stable. So this is the best thing. I mean, when you have your friend around you, me, I can tell you I have many bridges, trust me. I don't have only one. I have many. I have many. And I am lucky. And you, Tony, you have many bridges too in your life. I'm very blessed. That one, that one is very important. I mean, again, again, and again, I always said, and I will say it one more time, if you ask me how much I have money, I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm going to show you how many phone number I have. This is my money. This is my power. And your power, your friend, the one around you. If you don't have friend, forget. I don't. If you don't have friend, forget. Your friend, your power. Yeah. That's very true. Now, I don't want to be mean again. It's people, oh, I don't have friend. When you say to me, I don't have friend, you know what? not going to be my friend either. If you don't have friend, that means there is something wrong. With respect everybody, but you cannot say to me I don't have friend. What that means? That means all these people, they are no good, only you. You follow me, Tony? So your friend, your family, you have them, they are good, they are bad, you have them, they are here, but your friend, now you pick up your friend, and this is your power. And your friends give you strength. Of course. Which is why you surround yourself with people of course. Like Tony and of Gino. Course. We can call him, we can uh, talk to him, whatever you want. We love Frank. Yeah. Everybody loves you, you know? I mean, all, look, the, the, the 
cheesesteak community is a very tight-knit group of people. The only real separation I see is from the people, not from not from the owners. Yeah. The separation comes from the people. You know, who they like, who they don't like. They're, they're the dividing lines. But as far as the owners go, I, I've never been to a cheesesteak place where, um, where there wasn't a mutual respect between all of us, you know, and, and I always have a problem with the word best, I have a problem with the word not as good, because taste is relative, I mean, I, I'm Italian, so I love gravy, and I've been to restaurants where people tell me this is the best gravy you can possibly get, but it doesn't taste like the gravy I grew up with, yeah. so I don't like it. Does that mean it's bad? Someone who grew up with that type of gravy, like I never put sugar in my gravy, so I don't like a sweet gravy. So does that mean that that gravy's no good? It just means that I don't particularly like that gravy. But for me to say that gravy stinks or it sucks is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's just idiotic. Yeah. I don't prefer it, but that doesn't mean it's bad. And I feel the same way about cheesesteak places. You know, I, I, I said that in the video. That one I want to hear, Tony. Well, no, I said that. That one I want to hear. I said that in the video, and then, of course, you, know, you got people like, oh, does he want to be cuddled and coddled? And, like, I don't care. I look, I'm telling you, I really I don't care what anyone thinks or what anyone says. I truly don't. But I have an opinion, just like everyone else does. And I never thought that you need to put someone else down in order to make someone else look better. You could say, I love Geno's, it's my favorite place, or, or Pat's, or Steve's, or, or Tony Luke's, or Phillips, or John's, and I can go on and on and on. You don't have to say, I love Pat's, and Geno's sucks. Like, what does that, like, tell me what that adds to the equation. Nothing. No. Nothing. No. It adds to the equation, other than wanting to put someone else down. There's no reason for it. Never was, never will be. Tell people I love Geno's or I love Pat's, that's fine. And they'll go there. But to make a statement like that and then put someone else down, it's ridiculous. It's stupid and, and it's immature. And, and, and it, it just shows to me that anyone that wants to put someone else down while they're putting someone else up, they have issues that are going on that are far beyond cheese things. But that's also why, you know, this is probably a good thing because now we're going to incorporate a bunch of different This and it's almost like a unified, a unification of, you know, everybody who's creating cheesesteaks in the city. No, I, well, I think that that's absolutely a wonderful point. But I think if you take it even one step further, it's that all of these cheesesteak places are willing to stop what they're doing, come here, and to honor Renee by getting on that front line and cooking and working, which is a testament to him. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the that to me is the testament that they're all willing to come together nice. and do yeah. something for good people. For good people. So good people. And that brings it back to the friendships. It does, and then it's 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 very important. Very important. So yeah. I, I just want to remind you twenty one things. I would love to hear all what you said just now on the stage and the party. I want everybody to hear it very well. I'm, I believe a lot of people 
know it already. But no, no. I wanted to say it again and again for yeah, look, I, because it says one point very important. How you say okay? I love I love you know I hit Pat, I love Pat. I I hit Tony Luke. I, I don't understand. I, here here I am with you hundred percent. Same thing when you talk about cannoli. I will never ever tell you my cannoli is the best, but I'm gonna tell you one thing. Our cannoli is nowhere else, only here. But again, then being other people's, they have bad cannoli. No, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not going to. I am better than this or this. No, everybody his own cannoli. Yeah, all you can do in anything. I am the best. You is mean? Do the best that you can do. <laughs> <laughs> You're number one. <laughs> I respect every cannoli maker in Philly, in America, in Palermo, in Italy, everywhere. I respect all these people. And I want everybody make good cannoli. Yeah. I don't want to be only me or him or two, three guys make good cannoli. Other people no good. No, I want everybody. Right, but here's the point, too, which seems to escape people. You can tell just by looking at me that I love food. And, yeah. and the art of the art of cooking good food is an art. It is an art. Hundred percent. But here's my point. It's food. You're not curing cancer. It's food. You know what I mean? I mean this this uh, this anger and obsession with this everyone being so angry at this place or angry at that place. I don't. It's food. You know what I mean? You're not changing the world. You're creating a dinner. You're changing a mood. When I sit down and have a great dinner, it makes me feel good. I respect when I go to a restaurant and a chef is, make, is making great dinners. But this yes. anger on yes. these food sites and all of these these blogs of, of people just being so upset with this or with that or with this or with that. This guy, like, this bread is no like. I, I just, I, I, I don't get it, and I'll never get the yeah, answer. Yeah, like, like you say, oh, I love the meat, but I hate the bread. I love the bread, I hate the onion. Each one he says something, and each one he adds, and he put up and down. Uh, just relax, eat, enjoy. See, years ago, here's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Makes people happy. No, 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 I'm not taking anything oh, no, no, away no, no, from yeah, food. Yeah. My point is... It's not something that people need to literally almost get into fistfights about, about their favorite restaurant, about their. I mean, it makes no. It, it, it makes no sense to me to get to that point. But, and 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 look, it, it, people that love cooking put their heart and soul into that dish, just like I said about cheesesteaks. They put their heart and soul into what they're doing. There's no reason that people need to be disrespectful of something that they don't like. When I was a kid, if you had a bad meal, the first thing you did was call the the server over and say, hey, look, this was really salty. Could you just, I just want the chef to know this was salty. Because you honestly didn't want someone to lose business. You told the chef, I don't know if he knows how salty this is, but it's very salty. Today, that's out the window. They're on their phone immediately saying, oh, my God, this place is... Like, they don't even give someone a chance to know that there's a problem. 
anymore. They immediately go to social media to, to write how disgusted they are. And they don't realize, especially today, where businesses are holding on by a thread, the last thing they need you to do is push them over the cliff. Right now, yeah. Right now, yeah. And to have people who go online, like you say, and immediately bash is is. I mean, immediately. Like, there's no there's no waiting. I can see if I went somewhere and I told someone, "Look, this really isn't. It's very very salty." And the chef came out and said, "You know, cheese steak." Yourself basically and take a walk, and then even then I wouldn't post. But that's me. But if someone was angry, was like, "Hey." I would try to explain it, but they don't even do that. Like, I'll get, I'll get emails where someone will literally say, "Hey, I went, I, I did not have a good, a good experience, and uh, I want a gift certificate. I want this. I want that." After they have already gone on and bashed me, on, and I, I like, I want to say, "You want me to make it right, and I want to make it right," but you've already went all over social media. Bashing me to death, yeah. like I don't, I don't understand the logic. I mean, are you, are you, are you blackmailing me? To, like, I want to take care. Why of it. would I, you want to give? But, but I'm saying, I, I want to make sure everybody in business wants to make sure people are happy when they come to their establishment. And most people that I know that run a business want to know if there's a problem or there's an issue. And I'll tell you, I have been to some amazing restaurants and even in those amazing restaurants there have been occasions where I've not had the greatest meal. You will not hit a home run out of the park every single time and if you don't know that going out and I ask people well how many times have you gone? Well, I went there once the meal was horrible and I when did you go? I went opening day so you went on the grand opening when they still don't you know really know what's going on in the kitchen where they're still, and you won't go back. Yeah. Or my favorite is, you know, they put me in a bad spot, so I'm never going back again. So you don't like the table you sat in, so you gave them a one-star review that had nothing to do with the food. You just didn't like the table. So this is, this is the mentality that I've always struggled with about people having a voice that can hurt a business and not giving them that chance. It's got a lot. Of course it has, because everyone now is, everyone knows everything about everything. Everyone is an expert on every field imaginable. And but that's just not true. Well, uh, no, I know it's not true. My, I, I just want to ask, I always want to tell people that do that, I just want to know what benefit comes out of bashing something. Like, tell me the benefit. Does it does it make them want to make better food? It doesn't. Okay, bashing them doesn't. Yeah. It just makes them angry. Does it make people want to go and try and maybe give them? A, no. So what did you accomplish by bashing someone to the point where you give them one, a one-star rating? What did you do other than just take someone who most of the time has put 
their entire life savings on the line, have worked countless hours, Working seven non-stop. days a week, nonstop. You decide in one moment to just put a monkey wrench into everything that they just did. We call those keyboard warriors. And again, does everyone have the right to say what they want? Absolutely. They absolutely do. My point is, maybe you should just think a little bit before you start banging that keyboard out to maybe try to understand, you know, maybe they were short workers that day. You know what I mean? Maybe the chef wasn't feeling well. Like, there's a million reasons that something can happen. Yeah. Try giving someone the benefit of the doubt. You'd be surprised how good that can turn. Yeah. I can't tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I, was I can't tell you one review. I had one, one bad review on on I forget where where whatever. So if you give me if you give me one star, I one bad review. They give me one star, and you will never believe why, Tony. She said. I came all the way from Virginia, I forget from where, Monday, and he was closed. So our day off is Monday, I mean, and we have it everywhere. It's fine, I mean, you you drove from Virginia, whatever, so why you have to go, as you said, online and, and give me one star, whatever. And I, as you said, nothing going to change. I still close close Monday. I mean, I'm not saying oh I'm gonna open Monday now for her. Yeah. So people, I think they are happy. They get the power behind their keyboard, Tony. Keyboard. And don't forget, back then we don't have iPhone and Kia and whatever uh, all the stuff. We had nothing to write. So now we make it easy for you. You take your phone. I'm gonna put for him bad review. Relax. I can say one thing, good or bad reviews, they are welcome, nice people, I don't want to say hater people, but whatever they are, good, bad, uh, happy, not happy, friend, hater, enemy, whatever, I don't care, all I care, to uh, Monday, I want to see everybody happy, I want to bring smile to everybody, and I am ready to do even more, just to see the people happy. And even sometimes, you cannot please everybody, Tony. You cannot please everyone. That is correct. It's very hard, I mean, to, to make everybody happy. There's no way. Yeah. I am not Santa Claus to make everybody happy. I may... Well, you, look, you look like you Santa. Look like <laughs> <laughs> so, and and you're, you're going to be handing out gifts. Yes. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. We're, we're putting... I'm not saying a lot of stuff on, on now because I don't want... But we're going to say it's there. I'm having... Over thousand cannoli, and not only this. Today I got surprised. Pino he stopped by. He told me, "How about the, the big giant cannoli, one foot cannoli?" That's a big. I cannoli. told him, Pino, relax. He told me, "I'm gonna bring you the big cannoli. Wow, couple hundred. So that one is gonna be for the VIP." He said, <laughs> "He told me, he told me I'm gonna take care of your VIP and bring you giant cannoli." I see, I see, I see, baby. So this is our Monday. Our Monday gonna be. I can say, tell you one thing. I want this Monday, the best Monday ever in the city. I hope 
and I wish. All what I want this Monday gonna be, I don't care about my birthday. I want to celebrate everybody's birthday. I want everybody come here. By the way, we're gonna get two or three people get gonna get engaged. I'm not gonna say nothing, I can't. Oh God, you already said it. Yeah, but I don't mention the name. Out. I don't say the name, Tony. Let the cat out of the bag so, already. There is many, many beautiful girls that are gonna get surprised. I get, yeah. <laughs> I got many messages, many emails from people. I know them. They told me, can I do this? And why not? You follow me? Why not? So, so we just have to hope. <laughs> we just have to hope that Monday we don't get hit with a storm. <laughs> Or it'll be wet cheesesteak Monday. It'll be cheesesteak soup. Soup. Like uh, Vic when he was the eating his, his, his soup. The biggest bowl of cheesesteak soup. <laughs> In the World Book of Guinnesses. Well, I think I think gonna be gonna happen no matter what, rain or dry. Rain or snow, I don't care. I'm working that. Car. I'm gonna make it happen. We're gonna bring out that flamethrower, turn all that rain into steam. I got a question. Go ahead. What was your inspiration behind the 500 foot cheesesteak? And what is your whole concept? That's what I want to know. Well, I think we start together, right? Well, no, this is your... Well, we started talking about it a long time. And honestly, well, I have to say it true, Vern. I am not in competition with no one. You know, Tony, I don't see the stack. But yeah, you have to remember one thing. We have our first stack in France, in Europe. The first stack in, in Europe. My kids, they open it. Yeah, his son, yeah. Yeah. And he advertised for Tony Luke there. And he make a lot of stuff, my son. So, my aspiration... Make it fair. <laughs> is America. Number one is America. And number two, we make our party burn all the time. We do. And you try to top it every year. And this year we make it different. You remember when you make the pasta, top, Tony? How are you going to top this year? Well, yeah. this year he's involved everyone. Yeah. So there's going to be an international theme right behind. Correct. I was going to say, you have to yeah. start planning for next year and this year. I'm working on it already. The, ne the next party coming after this, another bigger than this. Coming, I'm working on it. And now, the good thing, Tony, you know it very well. We're going to have many chefs that are coming from all over. And each one, he's going to cook his own style. And our friend Jeff, he helped us for this too. I mean, we have to give him some credit, no? He's a nice guy. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 doesn't sound promising. <laughs> hey, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I love him. I love him. So, you know what? Again, we come back, we come back, same thing. We all are good people. And there's a lot of good people here. We all are here to help each other. Yep. We all are here to be together. That's it. Me, when I see people making drama and making trouble for the come on, relax. Let it go, let it fly, we're gonna die. You know, and then what? Let it go, let it fly, we're gonna die. You are a poet. <laughs> poet. Thank you, Tony, thank you. All right, well, thank you for uh, letting me come to Rim Cafe. You're Please welcome. let our listeners know where to find you. Thank you, thank What's you. What's your address, you. Yeah. Well, 1172 9th Street, just one shot after the funeral stack. You come to Gino and you see me in the front, that's it. <laughs> Can't miss Renee. No. straw hat on. 
He looks like Santa in the summertime. Because <laughs> he can't shave because he's a big time Amazon TV star now. So he can't shave his We beard. all are star, Tony. I, 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 want, I want to say something about the star. We all are famous. Remember this. That one for the whole world. We all are famous. We all are a star. And we all are celebrity. Now, the only things is depend where you are. Now, I'm going to give you one simple things. If you look to the moon, right? The moon is famous. It's amazing. The moon is famous. Right? Everyone knows the, the moon. moon. Now, if you walk, if you walk, if you walk at 300,000 miles or, 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 or 500,000 miles from the moon, he's done. No one knows the moon. Well, they know the moon. They can see the moon, even 500,000 miles. So let's go maybe higher number, one million. <laughs> one, mi <laughs> one million. Okay. Another galaxy. If you go to another galaxy, oh, no one knows the moon. They don't know the moon. That's why I said. They know the sun, probably, but the well, we moon, don't know if they're so after either. <laughs> I don't mean. There's been some recent evidence. So, <laughs> so you you are you are famous in your spot. Yes. Like people, they have people famous in Philly. When you walk out Philly, who oh, this guy? I don't know him. Tony Lucas saying he's famous in the whole world. No, not no. Yes, Tony. No. I just I love I love barely, I love barely, Gino. No, I love no, Olivieri. Barely. I love everybody. But I think you are the famous one in the whole world. When you, when you say Tony Luke in the whole planet, they, go, they know. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony Luke, yeah. He's the man, man, Tony. God bless Tony and God bless all our people and our cheese steak maker. We love Renee, all of them. Monday is about you. It's about all the love you give all year. It's our turn to give it back. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you again for all your help. And thank you for coming on Food, Farms, and Chefs. Um, and the three Fs. Uh, I mean, no. no three Fs. Two Fs and Boy, uh, Tony's oh. such, such a great speller. But you had me sold. <laughs> food, Farms, and <laughs> Chefs. Yeah, I was like, yeah. FFC. You're about to get happy about three Fs. No, it is. It's the chef. <laughs> It's the foo sound of the chef. There was an F in it. It's the two plus the small F. What a fantastic interview. Philly Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com has all of our past episodes. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. You can now listen to all of our past Food, Farms, and Chefs podcast. Plus, see over 600 restaurant reviews with photos by going to www.phillyrestaurantreviews.com. You can find Food, Farms, and Chefs on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Food, Farms, and Chefs. On YouTube, search for Food and Beverage Information Station to see video of our show. Our Instagram page, KJW1972, has hundreds of restaurant photos. Tune in to hear from Gene Blum, our chef, educator, consultant, and historian. You can find him across social media at IBFoodie2 or Gene Blum at 
ibfoodie2 at yahoo.com. And you can also tune in to listen to Amaris Pollock and find her across social media at arpollockus at gmail.com. To become a sponsor of our show and promote your business or event on every single podcast platform, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music, in addition to WWDB Talk Radio every Tuesday at 6 p.m. evening drive time. Email us today, foodfarmsandchefs at yahoo.com, for our very low rates.